What's up, y'all? It's JLP, the host of Mastering Singlehood Podcast, coming to you with this brand new episode. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you had a wonderful week. I'm looking forward to just share this episode with all of you, which I believe you guys will find interesting and as well as something, you know, something good to just really think about, meditate on and just pray to God about as well. I also wanted to mention that we are bringing our love versus lust series to an end very soon. We had you know, other guests um, that were supposed to come to the podcast, but unfortunately, due to time restraints, we had to push back certain dates. Um, but however, I do believe, you know, God will continue to favor us to just have these godly connections and partnerships in order to best serve you and help you, you know, to master your trust in God, to be prepared to have healthy, godly relationships, and just to advance the kingdom of God forward. And so, Without further ado, I just want to go straight to the episode, y'all. I'm looking forward to just share this word. Um, man, it's really packed, but we're gonna we're gonna keep it quick um, and simple. And uh, let's go ahead. Let's get right into it. And so, you know, every time when I'm preparing for the episodes, I want to make sure that you know I go ahead and just you know ask the holy spirit to really just give me direction in regards to what to discuss right and so because we are still we're still developing this series right although it's coming to an end but we still have some more to discuss concerning love versus lust and as i was just spending time just really you know asking the holy spirit to just give me this word to share with all of you guys um he was bringing to my attention again Um, when it comes to love and that is you know for us to know love y'all for us to know love we have to commune with love we have to have communion with love and what love am I referring to if you were a part of this series from the beginning you know the love that I'm referring to is God right we know from scripture that God is love and for tonight's episode I just want to go ahead and read first John 4 verse 8 and as well as first John 4 verse 16 First John 4 verse 8 says, y'all, it says, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. And then first John 4 verse 16 says, and so we know and rely on the love of God has for us, right? God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. And, you know, as I was reading these two scriptures, I just completely like, you know, was like, wow, this is so powerful. And I want to take some time to just, again, reread it so you could have a better understanding of what is being said here. First John 4 verse 8 says, y'all, it says, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. First John 4 verse 8 was not holding anything back. <laughs> Literally the scripture, right? The Bible is telling us, yo, if you do not know God, you do not know love. Pretty much. And then first John 4 verse 16, it tells us, and so... We know and rely on the love of God and the love that God has for us. God is love. It it again restates what was said of God in 1 John 4 verse 8. And then it continues by saying, whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. So we see here from scripture that God is love. And it's in God that we're able to have access to love. Okay. And so this is what I have to say, y'all, in regards to this. From that being said, right, because God is love and the scripture is telling us, you know, those who are in God are in love, right? And those 
who live in God, then the love of God is in them, right? Pretty much this is telling me then, you know, everyone in the world that does not know Jesus and has not given their lives to Jesus have a distorted view or understanding of love. I'm going to say this again. That means, y'all, everyone that is in the world that does not know Jesus and has not given their lives to Jesus have a distorted view or understanding of love. Now, here, listen, listen, y'all. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying all people, you know, who do not know the Lord are walking in lust and are hateful or like are mean people. Um, I think, by the way, I think there are people in the world who are nice, who do not go out and, you know, do ungodliness or ungodly things. And yet they just so happen to be unbelievers. However, I am saying still, according to scripture, they too don't have the full knowledge of love because they don't know the Lord. Y'all, they don't have the full knowledge of love because they don't know the Lord. But guess what? If you are a Christian, if you are a child of God, if you are a son or a daughter of the most high God, you have the full knowledge of God because you know that God is love. And because you have received his son, Jesus Christ, as Lord and Savior of your life, then you are living in love. The Bible, again, tells us that we have our being in Christ. All right. And so. Whatever view of love that you see people have that are not Christians and, you know, they, they, they perhaps they're not Christian. Maybe they're um, maybe they practice a different faith. But whoever is in the world who's either an atheist or who practices a different faith than the Christian faith, you know, they may not be un- ungodly to the in, the in the sense where like they're not going out in society, killing people, you know, causing havoc. However, they do have a distorted view of of love because they don't have the full knowledge of love the only group that has the full knowledge of love are the children of god right are the people of god and so i could go further and say that whatever view of love people in the world have or people who are not believers have is actually inspired based on society or maybe the way they were brought up Or maybe um, due to the books that they read, right, growing up or even books that they continue to read today. Maybe it's because of the songs that they listen to or the films that they watch that they have the understanding of love that they have. But at the end of the day, they only have a distorted view of love or rather they only have a glimpse of love, but not really the entire image or the entire picture of love, right? The entire revelation of love. And so that was very fascinating to me when, you know, you know, the Holy Spirit started to give me this revelation um, that came from from the word of God when it comes to the topic of love. And this will actually help us too, as well to differentiate love between lust, to differentiate the two. Even as Christians, we need to make sure that we understand we have the full knowledge of love. And because we have the full knowledge of love, we shouldn't do like the people in the world and, and, and walk as if we have a distorted view of love. Because at the end of the day, what, the, what happens when we have a distorted view of love? We're going to walk in lust. We're going to walk in hatred. We're going to walk in prejudice. We're going to walk in racism and etc. Now... You know, there are some statistics that tend to show us, right, show that the rate of divorce among Christians is half or even more than those who do not belong or associate with a religious group or faith. Right. But honestly, 
I don't know about you, but honestly, I don't know how factual these statistics are, especially considering the fact that Christians, y'all, are not the most welcome group in the world or society. We are not. Are you? If you are a believer like myself, we are not the most welcome uh, group in society or the world. And so I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't know um, if those who are in charge of, you know, retrieving these type of data, if they're biased or if they're actually doing their job and collecting raw data, the actual facts. However, if now, if what they are saying is true, right, about the rate of divorce amongst Christians, then seriously, we have a problem and we should do better. We should do better because we have the full knowledge of love because we know from scripture, God is love. And those who know God, those who have God, they are in love as well. They are walking in love. And now what is the full knowledge of love? Maybe you're asking this question. As we've already discussed, you know, we we have the idea that the full knowledge of love is pretty much what we just read in 1 John 4 verse 8 and as well as 1 John 4 verse 16. And I'm just going to go ahead and read it again. And I strongly recommend you to just go ahead and highlight these two scriptures um, in your Bible app or just go ahead and write it in your journal. And so, again, 1 John 4 verse 8 tells us whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. And then 1 John 4 verse 16 says, and so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. Now, I just want us to just meditate on 1 John 4 verse 16 out of the two verses. 1 John 4 verse 16 said so much truth (laughs) you know it it seems like it's just a short little scripture like a short little verse but there's so much revelation and knowledge just in that scripture for the most part you know what is being said in first john 4 verse 16 is literally god again confirming to us again that he is love you know think about it again it says god is love right and then it says in the latter portion of First John 4, verse 16, whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. So basically, it's literally saying whoever lives in God lives in God and God in them. All right. Because in that text, it already tells us that God is love. And so whoever is not living in God, meaning whoever is not under the covenant of God, whoever has not accepted, you know, Jesus Christ as the son of God, Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, The Bible is literally saying these people, these groups, they do not know love. And the reason why they do not know love, because God is love. And so that is the reason why I say, you know, if these statistics, right, if if the statistics that we read, right, in these articles, right, are saying that the rate of divorce is half of that of those who do not affiliate themselves with a religious group or faith or maybe even more, it is an issue because the Bible is telling us we should know love because we know that God is love. To know is to have the knowledge of something, right? To have the understanding of something. Now, why is it so important for us to address this, right? Why is it important? And how does it fit in our Love versus Lust series? All right, y'all. 
my friends, you know, we may have a desire, right, to love. Many people do, right? We have many people who desire love, but not many expressing it. It's a very difficult thing to do. To express something that you do not know or that you do not comprehend. Many people, y'all, many are praying, including myself, right? Maybe you as well. Many people are praying for God to send their love, but not many are asking God to teach them how to love. Like, do you ever think about it? Like, maybe you're coming to the Lord, right? And saying, you know what, Lord, I desire God companionship. I've been praying for uh, my future husband and my future wife. I've been praying for my Boaz, for my Ruth, because I want to do this for your kingdom. I want to have a kingdom marriage because I just want to partner with somebody to do, you know, great exploits for your kingdom. But how many times have we approached the throne room of God and say, Lord, I want you to teach me how to love. And, you know, it's, it's very important for us to be honest with ourselves. How many of us approach God and say, Lord, I want you to teach me how to love. And the reason why I feel like that is a powerful prayer for us to say to the Lord is because if we ourselves don't know how to love, it is going to be very difficult for us to express it to someone else. It's going to be very difficult for us to express it in the context of companionship, in the context of relations, relationships, whether it is a romantic relationship, whether it is a friendship, right? It is going to be difficult for us to express it even to our earthly neighbors, meaning even to strangers, even people who perhaps you're not close to. And so what happens is that you know, you have people who are praying that for God to send them their companion or you have people who desire relationships who are not even Christians, right? They desire relationships. They go on these dating apps, right? Because they desire it so badly to be connected to somebody. But then again, they have no idea how to love and they have no idea how to express love. The only thing, right, they know of love is what they have seen on, you know, in the movies, right? what they have read about in romance novels or what they have heard from love songs. And so what happens is that when these people end up connecting to other people, right? And they end up being in these romantic relationships. You know what happens? They end up being in these romantic relationships blind. They enter these relationships blind. They don't enter it with clear vision. So basically, they enter these relationships not having a clue what they ought to do in such a relationship because they only desire to fall in love. They only desire to fall in love or be in love instead of actually knowing what love is, instead of actually knowing how to love. And the reason why I feel like a lot of us, you know, we, we tend to desire to fall in love or, or to be love is because, you know, many of us, we feel like being in love or falling in love is more attractive than being alone. And that being connected to someone else, right, in a romantic relationship is more welcoming than being lonely. I'm going to say this again. It's because some of us, feel like being in love or falling in love is more attractive than being alone and it seems as if connected to someone else or being in a relationship is more welcoming than being lonely 
And that is what I want to just stay on right now. (laughs) If you feel this way, (laughs) I want you to understand that it's not worth it. I don't want any of us to desire to be in love or to have love, right? To have a godly companionship just because it seems as if it's more attractive than being alone. And just because it seems like partnering with someone is more welcoming than being lonely. Because at the end of the day, if that is our mindset, y'all, we are preparing ourselves for disappointment. We are preparing ourselves to enter a relationship blind because we're entering it with a distorted view of love instead of the full knowledge of love, which is what scripture tells us is that God is love, right? And that those who rely on the love of God, they are the ones who live in love because they live in God. I'm paraphrasing just so we could just better understand what first John four verse 16 was telling us. And so, you know, man, like once the reality hits these type of people, right? Who enter these relationships with a distorted view of love. Once that reality hit them that, you know, they didn't have any clue what love really was. You tend to see these people end up hating each other. <laughs> or you tend to see these people, you know, going neck and neck and neck, right? They're fighting. Uh, there's always friction in the relationships, always in arguments. And they just want out. It's either one party won out or both of them won out. All right. And so that's what causes two couples who've already been married wanting to file for divorce. And so here you have two people who at a point in time, they both were singles and who at a point in time, right? They both were desiring companionship. Now find themselves in this companionship or in this marriage wanting out. These two people who were once two singles that desired this relationship are both now wanting to become singles again, right? That's crazy, man. And so, although this is something sad to say, right? But it got me thinking because sometimes, whether we like to admit it or not, we tend to assume that there's certain seasons that is better than others. Like, especially if you're a single, you tend to assume once you get married, that's going to be like the best season of your life. Right. And some people, they tend to assume once they mar- once they're married is like they're on top of the world. But think about it, y'all. Think about this. You have these two people now are wanting out of this relationship. What does that imply to us then? What does that mean? You know, I started to think about that very heavily myself. And then the way that I felt like the Holy Spirit helped me to better understand this is this. Um, But right right now, I just want y'all to stay with me because I I, I know that this perhaps is not something that you're familiar um, with hearing. But just stay with me. You see, it is not that you know, singleness or companionship is more superior or inferior than the other. Based on what I previously mentioned, right? You had, you have this couple who both during a period of time were two singles who desired companionship. Now they both or one of them went out of this relationship. And so this is implying to us then neither singleness nor companionship is superior or inferior than the other. 
which means y'all only one thing is superior in this case and within this case it's not the fact that being single is superior or inferior being in a companionship is superior or inferior but what is in fact superior is love love is superior than both singleness and companionship hmm. what is more superior than singleness or companionship y'all love is and not just to say love is but knowing that becoming love you yourself yes you who's listening to this podcast you becoming love is more superior than singleness and relationship or rather becoming one with love like we said in the beginning of the episode god is love so us being people of god us being the very creatures that the lord created what is more superior than singleness and companionship is us becoming one with god us becoming one with the father son and holy spirit if we ourselves become one with god y'all we have then full knowledge of love since god is love as the scripture said right and because we have the full knowledge of love then we will know we will know y'all how to love and we will know love from lust especially when transitioning from a season of singlehood to a season where we feel like man I feel like God is okay with me dating I feel like God is okay with me you know surrounding myself you know myself with godly community and having godly friendships so that is the reason y'all one of the things that I pray man I pray and try to do my best to amplify on this podcast is letting you all know you my listeners to set yourself for success instead of a hot mess <laughs> or a disappointment. And I'm speaking to myself as well. Set yourself for success instead of a hot mess or disappointment. Meaning, know the territory or subject you're interested before making the decision to invest in it. We see many people, especially those in my age group, invest in a subject in this context. I'm talking about y'all a romantic relationship or friendships without knowing what love is. And without even knowing who they're getting themselves connected to. And so in this season, y'all, if you're single and you desire a godly companionship and you've been praying, I mean, like you've been praying, believing for God, bring your companion your way. I don't want you to forget also to pray, man, pray and ask him to teach you how to love, to give you the full knowledge of what that entails before man before you actually enter a relationship don't we just all want to succeed instead of a hot instead of like you know having a hot mess and disappointment or a broken heart i know i do i strongly do i don't have time uh for a hot mess i i know you don't have time for that you know corona has really humbled many of us we don't have time for hot messes or disappointments or a broken heart we want what god wants for us we want what god has ordained for us and we desire a godly love a god ordained love because we have full knowledge of god and we know that those who are in god they too know that god is love and they too will be able to love us and we will also be able to love them because we have the same father Amen. We have the same father. We have the same revelation of who God is according to scripture. And so I want you to succeed, my friend. I want you to succeed in every area of your life. 
in this specific context, I want you to succeed in your future relationship, right? In your future marriage. And I also want you to succeed in your current relationships when it comes to your friendships, those that you have with your parents, with your business partners, etc. Amen. And so I have patience to love and to wait on a true love, but I don't have patience for a hot mess. And I know you don't either. <laughs> I know you don't either. And that's awesome. And so I'm praying that, you know, you are blessed by this episode. And um, also, like I said, I hope to have more guests this year on the podcast, God willing. Some of the guests, again, due to time restraint, uh, due to, you know, our busy schedules, unfortunately, um, the dates, you know, that we had some episodes for this series um, did not work in the favor of their schedules, which is fine because, you know, life happens, you know, unforeseen circumstances come up. But I do am hoping to have future conversations with the guests that were unable to be a part of this series um, for the series to come for future episodes. And so I hope that you are greatly blessed um, by this series. We have one last episode coming up. And that episode will be aired next week. But until then, remember all things are possible with Christ Jesus. It was your sister in Christ, JLP. Until next time, peace out. Take care.